We're back. Uh, brought to you still, Calgary Yuck Yucks. Thank you very much. We'll tell you right away. This weekend is Patrick Maliha. He is from Vancouver, Vancouver's favorite comic. He's been on CTV and CBC. So come out and see wow, him. Really from the heart on that one, hey? You definitely have a close relationship with Patrick Maliha. Oh, man. We go way, way back. And he'll be here this weekend. He actually has a record for like most impressions done in a minute or something on stage. Okay, let me guess the number. Most impressions done in a minute. I bet someone could do. I don't know the number. Ten. Oh, you don't know the number? Oh, okay, it's way higher than ten. Really? It's like thirty-six or something like that. I got to see the video. Uh, yeah, hilarious, dude. If you yep. want uh, your tickets half <clears throat> price, and because uh, you know a guy by the name of Frugal Forte, well, you're gonna just put in the code Ceiling Needle this week online. Fifty percent off. Your tickets at Yuck Yucks. Code word. Ceiling needle. Ceiling needle. Ceiling needle. Hopefully I'm not left. Oh, yeah. Is it right here? Hopefully I'm not left looking like an asshole just doing hit, this with my hand. Yo, hit the subscribe button below if you want more like this. Click up. Swipe up yeah, for yeah. more information. But you swipe know, to the right. We've done that a few times on this cast. We'd be like, oh, we'll put that in later. Or the link will. And it hasn't. Then we look but, like idiots or but, what? But the listeners already it's know post. why. <laughs> so we're here 2020 first of all i got big resolutions this year okay big number one vaping gonna start you're gonna start gonna vaping. start vaping you want some of that vitamin <clears throat> e poisoning or whatever uh it's healthier than smoking that's been proven it basically isn't smoking because it's just vapor dude vapors yeah, yeah. in nature trees make vapor and so does a little electrical thing that i plug in uh, yeah to my fucking macbook you see already people have died though right yeah but they're pussies man dead Dude, people die from tomatoes, gluten. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna you're vape right. and see what happens. You're right. Because I just want an excuse. I think it's a cool social thing. You go meet people every day because yeah. you're in the smoker circle. Yeah. And it's a good way to get a break. I need a break you from do anything. Need a break. About every 40 minutes, I need some type of break. Yeah. And this gives me an excuse. I gotta go vape it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is there any vape that like just settles you down a little Probably bit? Probably not. Probably. Yeah, you need Probably that kind I of do. vape. You're I a little really hopped up do. Right now. Your face is sweating. Dude. Your lip is so wet right now. You need to wipe your lip again. Yeah, I drank a venti. <laughs> I can feel it too. The combination is I drink a venti coffee whoa, in about eight whoa, minutes. Whoa, whoa, slow it down. Yeah, venti. Slow it down. Yeah, <sighs> I'm sweating. All right. So what did you have? I can barely see your pupils right now. <laughs> a venti. Okay. I'm pretty high on coffee. Yeah, yeah, Jenny. I had a venti. This year is starting off. Not so good. Okay. I had a venti coffee. Which you'll give me the cup for later so I can get a 50 <clears throat> cent refill, right? <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, I did save you that cup. And then I also, I shaved today, which just, I think it makes you more susceptible to sweat. Okay. But I had to shave my face today because at 2.30, I'm getting my chest waxed. You're falling apart, dude. You were falling Bro. apart. Okay, hold on. You're getting your chest waxed? Yeah, at 2.30 today. So we got to wrap this up. How Wrap hairy does your chest get that you need professional help and not just the help of maybe... You tell me. It's not that bad. Why do you want that wax? That looks good. I'm going on vacation, and I want that smooth chest. Okay. Where are you going on vacation? Dominican Republic. Okay. And I'm going to be outside all day, no shirt. Yeah. And, I mean, your dad would know this better than anyone. You, If you want the definition, you got to get rid of the hair. I might even put that tanning stuff on. My dad's never had chest hair his entire life. Really? He still can't grow sideburns. Okay? No. Yeah. He funnels the testosterone where it <laughs> needs to go. Okay? No wasted. <laughs> he targets parts of his body? Yeah, no wasted testosterone yeah. wasted on cheeks or, or hair on the chest. That's not needed. Yeah, good okay? point. He, good point. He needs fucking 16-inch forearms. That's Holy what he needs. Holy shit. Do you have chest hair, though? Uh, no. Very little. I just grow a little Let's bit see. around the nipple. Let's see your stomach. Let's to, go. I have to shave it down. It gets long. But yeah, yeah, you've just... got you have a little nipple hair, and you have a little bit of a treasure. Uh, yeah, I'll trail, do the treasure trail, which is normal. Not a lot of treasure, but uh, it leads to somewhere though. Okay, so that's what's going on. It's not a ton. No. Okay. Yeah. Very. Uh, you know, not hairy legs either. I do think it's bizarre. Like, obviously, <clears throat> I don't think everyone has to wax their chest or whatever. But when you see the uh, super hairy dudes mm -hmm. that have like the shoulder. Mm -hmm. hair and it's like dark wiry hair that is i'm like for sure get rid of that yeah right armenians yeah hairy dudes man yeah i'm glad i'm not one of those people i've never really had to do any ma i guess just my unibrow i have to tweeze that's about do it you still have to tweeze it yeah yeah how I often oh like probably once every two weeks or so how deep did your unibrow get 
Like not, before, not, did not you ever not take care of it? Not oh, deep okay. at all. Yeah. yeah. I spent most of my life looking at myself in the mirror. So, yeah. Know. Yeah, no, fair enough. Nothing's ever going to get past me. Okay, I'm going to find it first. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, small ears? Yeah, I knew. <gasps> I knew I had small ears. Oh, I have small ears, too. I have tiny ears. Yeah. Yeah, this Mere- is a small ear, Two but ears. we're meerkats. Yeah, that's right. right. Okay. Okay. Some people leave their unibrow, and that pisses me off. Anthony Davis is famous for it. He's the center yeah, for he the stresses Los Angeles me out. Lakers. Yeah, yeah. What like, a, why would you not? It's branding for him at this point. Yeah, I think you're right. He goes, I'm the dude with the brow. Yeah, he literally has merch where it's just an outline of just his single unibrow. Okay, so that's I get it now. Yeah. He's selling stuff on this brow. Yeah. And I guess for him, he's like, yeah, I make fun of my brow. I'm seven feet tall and I play in the NBA. Yeah. Come at me about this brow. I don't care. I'm winning at every part of life. I wish we had like a heart monitor. You have that on your wrist? Does that tell you your no heart rate? Not that I'm going to no. try to kiss you right now, no. but I just want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make you go to 180. <laughs> yeah. Um, new resolutions. What so you, you got? So you want to start vaping more? <clears throat> yeah, I want to start vaping, and I want to start uh, more street fighting. Yeah. I'm not going to look for street fights, but I'm not going to avoid street fights. Mm-hmm. Because I think, I don't think I would be good in a one-on-one fight, because nope. I don't have any hand-to-hand combat experience. But I think if there was, like, 8 to 16 people fighting, yeah, yeah. I could easily sneak in, yeah. sucker someone, yeah. And get out, and I would just be a grainy image on the, the security footage anyway. Yeah. So I wouldn't even get charged with anything. But though that's more of something I'd like to get involved in. High aspirations. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. How does Jen feel about these resolutions? She hasn't heard either of them yet. Oh, okay. So. Right. Yeah. When you ta- when you taking off for the Dominican? Monday. Oh fuck. Two days. Oh, right. I get to book my first fill in. Yes. Nice. That's right. So next episode, this will be next week, and then the week after choose. we'll have a we'll have a guest. I tell you who I'm not gonna choose. Okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> this is this is this just happened. Okay. So Sam Walker, you know, roast beef aside, we're still professional working comics who have to. Sure. So there's gonna be shows we're gonna be booked on together. Yeah. So he actually gets this gig in Regina for both of us. This girl requested both of us sure so we're gonna do it the money yeah. is insane yeah it's twenty eight hundred dollars each yes oh my god so it's like uh yeah oh on a sunday too like an off day it's so just you like, could line something up dude yeah it could be like a four thousand dollar weekend right there. absolutely damn so twenty eight hundred each of us and it's one of these gigs where it's like ah, oh, good job good job sam nice job yeah so uh he gives my intel to her i reach out she doesn't get back Sam sends another message. Hey, did you did you uh, talk to Forte? And she sends back a message and says, uh, Hey, sorry, Sam. Uh, it's just been a really trying time with family right now. I'll get back to you after January 8th, Right, she says. So Sam screenshots this text, sends it to me with just the words, Christmas suicide. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't reply for hours. Sure. Four or five hours go by. Sam checks on this message. He realizes he didn't send it to me. Oh, no. He sent it back to her. Oh, no. He screenshotted what he Even said. Even Ali is stressing out yeah. right now. What she Dude. said. And sent it right back to her Christmas suicide. And uh, that story is called Down 2800. That's what that story is called. Dude, did that gig get canceled? That story's called Down 2800. Holy shit. Give me her contact. I'm going to swoop in. You're going to swoop? Oh, my God. That's her. That's why. Christmas suicide. Oh, that's my nightmare. Have you ever found yourself in that situation where you have sent something to the wrong person? And there's no, like. Now, my friend Lex, by the way, okay. One of his ideas is the 24-second text clock. He's called shot clock texting. Okay. Okay. He thinks it should be on the next iPhone. Where when you send something, you have 24 seconds or whatever it is to f- to say no, never mind. Yeah. And actually rescind and back away yeah. from that text. Right? Now, on Instagram, sure. you can delete. You can send a message and then delete it, and then it gives the person the notification. This message is no longer available because it was deleted by the sender. Sure. And that's yeah. how you know, like, oh, my ex is texting me again. Because yeah. there's only one person that deletes messages like that. Yeah. Now, he's saying for all text messaging... Yeah, I think that's actually a good idea. Shot clock text. I think that's a great idea. Have you ever been in a situation where you've needed it? I can't remember anything offhand that I've sent 
that I immediately was like, shit, that's the wrong person. Yeah. I People have emailed me before. Yeah. And then I've seen the request come through to recall the email. On Outlook, if someone emails you and then they didn't want to send it, yeah. they send you get another email that says so and so is requesting to recall the last email. Requesting which to just recall. goes so you have to give it permission uh, to recall. Request which, denied. It, yo, <laughs> that just makes me go, Oh, I'm actually gonna read that email now. Oh so I've had wow. a, I've had that happen a couple of times <laughs> where I'm like, Fuck it, no, you don't get to recall, I get to read this. Um, and then the, in the shit. office, the BCC versus the CC, that's some sneaky Ooh, shit right there. That is actually, I don't want to burn his bit, but Chris Griffin has an amazing bit about how this when someone sends you an email and then you CC the boss and reply to them, that's like the adult version of tattletaling. Yeah. And it really is. Yeah. I've seen instances where this is why you never put something in an email that you wouldn't want someone to see because people will... As the email thread develops and it goes to more and more people, people will just keep forwarding it around, and eventually someone's going to scroll down to the original messages. I know what was actually, and they'll said. see the shit talking that happened early on, or that you yes. didn't, and you have no control over that. In that blueprint, that small blue font. <laughs> so how did? So hold on, did Sam then e- like text you and he's like, "Oh, I fucked up." <laughs> like, how did you he find out? He told me in person because we had to be in Vancouver at the same time. Sure, yeah. Uh, for this Laugh Lounge show. Yeah. Uh, which maybe we'll get into. There's, they streamed it all over the world. It's oh, a, interesting. It's an app where they live stream comedy. Yeah. And you pay a monthly subscription. <clears throat> Anyways, we were doing one of the first Canadian show ever for this app. Sure. You know, so there wasn't many Canadians watching, but we saw on the map that there was like 58 people in Australia, uh, 4,000 in the States. Uh, oh damn! People like in Malaysia, like all over the world. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyways, we got booked on the same gig, so he told me in person. He like he showed me. He's like, yeah, I, f- <laughs> oh, I fucked up. Ah. Uh, oh. Yeah, he did great on that show, man. It was awesome to. To watch. Yeah. So have you have you ever sent something to someone? Yeah. Where... Okay. So uh, when I worked in radio, producing a morning show, it's just you and two other people in a room all morning. You're locked in there from 4.30 to 10 o'clock. Sure. And I happen to work with Tarzan Dan, idiot, and um, Nikki Reitmeyer, one of my best friends to this day. Okay? So, obviously, Nikki and I would trash Dan texting each other. Right. right? This fucking guy again. Are you serious, Dan? You know? Right. So, one day, I send one of those messages to Nikki that pretty much says, like, what a fucking loser. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? Like, so, like, what a fucking idiot idiot this guy is you know right. and as i'm sending it i realize it's going to tarzan yeah. <laughs> so like holy uh, shit now i have to do some really fast thinking because this guy's on his phone the whole time his blackberry sits right here right and his computer and it's gonna go off in a second and i gotta think really quick so i go okay 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 what do i do what do i do i can't i can't take the phone i can't take away the text uh okay here's what i do open up the phone again i send nikki a message this time and I, I type out, wow, Nikki's a little bitchy today, probably on her period, huh? Question mark. Something right. really over-the-top okay. nasty to Nikki. Something over-the-top nasty now to Dan. I get you. So now I yeah. sit in the cut, and I just start fake laughing. Like, <laughs> I start looking at the phones, and I just go, <laughs> right? Just to get Dan's attention. Dan's go, Dan goes, what are you laughing at? I go, oh, no, uh, you'll see, nothing. Just a little joke I'm playing. Don't worry. <laughs> He's all he's all nosy. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. He goes and opens his phone, and as he's opening his phone, I have to like narrate the experience for him. <laughs> this I have is to be so like, brutal. I got to be like, huh? See, oh. right? Shitty producer, shit talking both of his co-hosts, but sending it to the wrong person. Yeah, huh? I go. Nikki yeah. opened the phone, and Nikki opens the phone, and she's like, she looks at me. She does exactly what's going on. She's like, oh yeah, I got one too. Dan falls on the floor laughing. He's like, this is the funniest <sighs> thing ever. Like. This is so funny. You shit talking each of us, and you send it to the wrong person. That's hilarious, Brett. Good bit. Good bit. Oh, that's man. I can't believe you got away with that. Yeah, but you do. When that happens, you gotta think immediately. What's my angle on how yeah. I explain this shit? Yeah. Fuck, those I'm are those remember do, 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 do moments where you gotta you gotta think quick. I've done it verbally before by accident. Not like said, but I remember one time. In how, like, do you do uh, how do you look at the wrong person? I remember in grade seven, one of the things that I would do is if someone's like, that's small, but like, you're small. Somebody, that's cold, but like, you're, you're cold, right? Okay. Just an instant thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. There was this girl, and I think she really liked me, a bit of a bigger girl, and she brought her camera to school for like show and tell or something like that. 
Uh-huh. She was just like, we're talking, and she's like, it's cool. I'm like, you're cool. And she's like, this camera's huge. I'm like, you're huge. And everyone's just like, Whew. and a tumbleweed went across the room. Oof. You're huge. And I, yeah, I told her, you're huge to her <laughs> face. And I was just had to be like, I mean, not that big. You know, <laughs> I mean, we're all huge, right? Like, I had to go, yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah, huge yeah. in our own way. Yeah. You know, look at. Kyle, he's huge with reading. Everyone's like, holy fuck, Bombing. dude. Yeah. That was your first bomb. Bomb, huge bomb. You bombed. Huge grade 7? Yeah, that's grade 7. Man. Grade 7 bomb. I remember getting my first l- actual laughs in grade 7. My first crowd laugh. Yeah. Being told to impersonate a nasty substitute teacher. And when I turned around and struck the face, the whole class popped. Killed. Yeah. Boom. And then from there on, I was just like the monkey, the, you know, dance monkey dance. Yeah. Me and Alex Watt, we were the two like funny kids. Yeah. And then it leads to us in grade nine being told to dance in front of the entire school. Well, improv. Yeah. They got to fill 10 minutes of a school assembly. Yeah. So the drama teacher, Miss Henderson, comes up to me and Alex like, look, I got to fill 10 on the assembly. Like, I don't even know how this comes to be. Right. But she's like, do you guys mind, you know, dancing or just doing something? And we were just like, yeah, let's go. You know? And they put on I Like to Move It, Move It, that song. I Like to Move It, Move It. Still one of my favorite beats to this day. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Alex started working his side of the gym, and I started working my side. And it's grade sevens, eights, and nines. And I remember just moving it, just front row. And I was was thrust, because the song. It makes you move it. And the girl right here in the front row was loving it, hands up at the fucking, like a live Ellen taping. Like loving her life. Yeah, yeah. And then the girl behind her broke out into tears. Why? She couldn't handle it. There it is. She couldn't handle the move it, move it? First example of what I'm going to see in my life over and over again. That was a good foreshadow. Yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. Some people loving what I do and other people hating. And so she gets up, like Japanese tears flying off her fucking head, and she runs down the middle of the row to the principal, and then now I'm in trouble. God. Because I was, you know, sexually suggestive to a... 13 year old sitting cross legged. Yeah, but you're 13. I'm 15. Okay, well, but still, you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. You, They ask you to move it, move it. Yeah. You're going to move it, move it. I moved it. Yeah. And then I'm, yeah. Did you you ever get kicked out of class for that shenanigans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to get kicked out all the time. Junior high, I never got kicked out, but like throughout high school, it was just, I was told it was a distraction. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. One time I had this, uh, it was a shock pen. It's just a pen, you click it, it shocks. Yeah, you. That's pretty simple good. prank. Placed it on my teacher's desk. Yeah, I go up. I'm like, Miss Coy, I and this is how bad this like setup was. Oh no, I didn't even know how to set this prank up. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how to write like this word or whatever. Can you write it? And she's like, What do you mean? Can I write it? And I was like, Can you write it like on this paper? It was so obvious. And she yeah. was so suspicious right away. She's like, Okay. And she starts using her pencil. I'm like, Ah ah ah. Can you write it in pen so I understand? Bombing. Boom. Hits the thing. Zap, class goes crazy. She's like, are you fucking serious, Todd? I'm like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) She's like, go hallway now. And I just went and sat in the hallway. Yeah. You know? There was a few of those instances. Worst just for laughs gags ever. Worst. Terrible. But it's worth it. The class laughed, and I'm like, boom. Hey, you know what actually is the worst just for laughs gags of all time? I was just thinking about this. Fentanyl and marijuana. Who's the people putting fentanyl in marijuana? I still don't understand why they do that. That's the worst. Yeah, that's an expensive drug. You're wasting. Why are you to kill? I don't know what's happening. Dude, I don't get it. I really don't understand. It's like you've already got, I mean, if you're thinking like a business, you've already got customers. Yeah. You're selling them weed. Yeah. They're already taking the weed. So I don't know if the, and the fentanyl, does it make it addictive? seems like they're already addicted. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've never understood that one. Stupid. Stupid. Um, let me tell you about my flight to Vancouver. Sure. This so, is one of our favorite topics here on Two Mirrors. Uh, yeah, but this one, you know, tops it. First time I've uh, dealt with this situation. <laughs> so I'm on WestJet. And as you know, with WestJet, you're allowed to keep your headphones on during takeoff and landing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a new rule that was just in the last year. Um, and that's important to note because on any other aircraft, I wouldn't have been able to have my headphones on. Correct. So we're taxiing on the runway. We're getting ready to take off. And we're moving, man. We're moving. We're coming around. And my headphones are on. Yeah. 
and I'm in row like 15, 14 rows of people in front of me all turn around at the same time. Imagine that. Imagine 100 people crank their heads and stare at you while you're listening to Madonna. And you go, huh? I take off the <clears> headphones immediately, realize that they're looking just over my shoulder, and there's a guy with his eyes rolled back into his head. No! And his mouth is wide open, and he's like this. And the woman, he's like 60, his daughter is going like this. Dad! Dad! Holy dad, shit! Wake up, Dad! And and her daughter, the granddaughter next to her, is reaching over the mom going, Granddad! Granddad! Grandpa, wake up! I, I'm watching Granddad die. And did you turn time. up your music? Of course, I got the phone for stories that matter, right? But by the time I record, he wakes up. He actually like comes to, and he has a massive smile on his face, and he's like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "Dad, you were just out. Like, you yeah. okay?" And he's like, "Oh, I think I fainted." In his seat. In his seat. On he had low blood sugar. He oh, was sweating too yeah. much. He had a venti cappuccino. That's like me. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, and yeah, man, his whole family is shaking him. Now he's okay. He's all right. But just yeah. that one glimpse of just seeing his eyes rolling back was like, oh, my God. I, I've heard about people dying on planes. I'm about to f- watch my first. And now, so I'm not helpful at all. I'm just trying to record the... Uh, <laughs> You're actually, I would say, almost the opposite of helpful. I am the opposite. Yes, because maybe in the way. I'm trying to frame up the shot Holy here. Fuck. And beside me in my aisle is a doctor. An actual doctor no way. is sitting really? next to me. Okay. I should have known by his bullshit fucking leather bag that he had. He yeah. had this brown satchel, and he had these funky striped socks. And, and the fact he had a stethoscope around his neck. Uh, he Dead had giveaway. his own gloves. He brings out his own blue gloves, and he starts That's putting them on. Yeah. And he's like, excuse me, could you get... And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to frame it up. And he comes into the aisle. <laughs> yeah. And he starts doing you know his checks, and he starts asking him questions. And he's fine. It's all yeah. good. But... Uh, he w- he was right to have your gloves like that. Yeah, I like means it. Means that you're just you're waiting for this moment. Yeah, and uh, so they take him off the plane, and then we we take off without him, and uh, and that's the end of that. But Act- it was. I feel like that moment for the doctor. They visualize that right. That's like the moment for a stand-up when you're at a big show, and they're like, you know what, Bill Burr's running late. Can you hop in? And you're like, yeah, uh, yeah whoa, yeah, whoa, this yeah, is actually yeah. happening? As a doctor, I think you dream about, I'm on a flight, the guy right behind me has an emergency, I save him. Save him. Hit that doctor's probably only regret was the dude recovered before he could get the get that applause, you know? Yeah, he didn't get much applause. Actually, he did uh, come in way too late. The flight attendants were all, like, attending to him. And then he had been listening the whole time. And they're like, sir, could you move? He's like, uh, I'm a physician. And they're like, oh, well, you could have told us that earlier. He was just silently listening. Yeah, I just waiting to see how this plays out. Yeah, I can't believe this dude just had a seizure slash faint in his seat. But then I saw something I didn't like uh, when we took off uh, on the next flight. I saw the doctor open up a pack of gum, and instead of just popping the gum out of the tin foil, mm-hmm. like turning the package around and popping it into his thumb, sure, you know, or into his palm with the thumb, yeah, he would dig into the foil with his finger. And it took him a long time. Picture digging into yeah. the foil, digging into the yeah. foil, digging into the foil, and then like f- then getting the piece of gum with also like a little ripped piece of tin foil still on yeah. it. Yeah, and that's how he put it into his mouth. And stupid. You know what? Yeah. You're not my doctor. Anymore. Not a surgeon. After You're not my doctor. That I go. I don't like this guy's. If that guy diagnosed me with something and then I saw him eat gum like that, I'd be like, I need a second opinion. It's over. Because this guy doesn't know how a gum pack works. It's over. A Tinder date way back in the day, right when Tinder first came out. Yeah. And this girl, right before I meet her, I broke my leg. I can't meet in public. Come to my house. And all the way, already I'm feeling strange about it. I drive to this girl's house, and uh, she just, like, comes out. Uh, I can't find this house. I park. It's icy. Yeah. And I'm, like, looking around. All of a sudden, I hear, like, Todd, Todd, I'm up here. I'm up here. I don't know why. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know why oh. she has this accent. You know what it is? Because she was Russian. Uh-huh. So she was like, Todd, come up. I'm up here. I'm up here. And I'm looking. And she's like, it's too slurpy. I can't come down. I'm like, it's too slurpy? Slurpy. That's Russian for slippery. It's too it's slurpy. Too slurpy. <laughs> I can't come down. Okay. It's too slurpy. Okay. I'm like, this is a murder scene. Like, this is how someone coaxes you into their house and murders uh-huh. you. But I'm going to go. Uh-huh. I'm still going. Uh-huh. And the second we got in the house, the TV was a piece of shit. There's no microwave. 
And she said, my parents are sleeping, but they will not bug us. And that was the moment I was like, how old? I'm this. She must have been 18 and I must have been 19. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, this is done. I'm like, I don't even want to be here right now. Oh, wow. But I'm too, I didn't know how to just yeah. get out. Leave. So now we start this date and the whole time I had, I had I'm like, how do I, how the fuck do I get out of here? Yeah. Right now. I'm like, do I literally just get up and leave? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to like hurt her feelings. But I also don't want to be here at all. And she's she hot or like not really. Mm. That's the weird part. I kind of got catfished. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, you do you like stand up comedy?" I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. She's like, "Check it out." I looked up comedy because you like it, and I was like, "That's really thoughtful." And she cues up this thing. Oh, she brings her laptop over, and she just <laughs> she cues up this video. And dude, this is like some Russian guy. Doing stand-up in, like, 1963. And I'm like, what the fuck are we watching right now? Wow. But that was one right away. I should have just followed my intuition. I knew it was... The second I parked my car, I knew it was... There's no way this works out. Oh, wow. It's over. Sometimes girls choose uh, interesting entertainment options when you're over at their place, right? Yeah. They think, hey, I'll put on something you like. I'm and it's it's usually wrong, isn't it? Yeah, one you time uh, a girl played, I think, about 35 minutes straight of Nicki Minaj songs. It was about seven Nicki Minaj <laughs> music videos. For you? For us, for the date. <laughs> for us. <laughs> but, now, okay. Now this, you Let's know, talk about it. This is a similar situation, except this girl, you know, she says, just come over on the first date, you know? Like come over twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. Sure, yeah. So you kind of you're like, hmm, what's gonna happen? Like, just interesting. Most girls like nowadays seem to refuse you even picking them up at their house. They would rather meet you at the bar. As they sh- hey girls meet in public. No, for no, the first no. date. No, 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 no. Let the guy pick you up at your house. I don't That's know. classic. No, I don't trust these dudes. Yeah, see, I'm I one of those trust guys these where dudes. it's like. Uh, we scheduled a date, and I go, what's your address? I'll pick you up at 7. And then I get this pullback where it's like, ah, could we just meet? Like, what do you think is going to happen you in, might kidnap in the car ride over? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, anyway, okay, yeah. So look after yourself. Okay, meet there. Okay. She doesn't even want to meet anywhere. She just says, come on over. Yeah, like, We'll do strange. the date here. Yeah. Right? But as a young guy, you're like, isn't this the dream? Isn't this the goal? You're like, okay. This is just date three, but on date one. So why not? Yeah, it is weird because on paper that is the dream, but yeah. then when it really happens, you're like, "Yeah, this doesn't seem yeah right." So the whole time I'm I'm kind of feeling her out because uh, she opens the door drunk first of all, which is another common theme I've noticed on dates of mine. She's, she's already so I've she's had... invited a man she's never met before to her house. And she's, she's already gotten drunk before you show up. She's already a bottle in a bottle of what wine? Wine. Jesus Christ. Okay. And again, a comment I've had, I, I, it seems like a girl thing to do to like help the nerves or whatever. They like to loosen up a little bit before yeah, the date. Yeah, guess. <laughs> and also make yourself way more vulnerable. And they love nothing more than to tell you that they're drunk too because they're 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 self-conscious about it and they know that you're probably going to notice. Yeah, so yeah. they love saying like, I'm drunk already. <laughs> you're supposed to like laugh it off and be like, oh, cool. Like as Sick. if it's not a red flag. And- <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to be like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, no. me too, or whatever. I'm drunk already. Don't worry. I do this all the time. <laughs> okay, great. My type of chick. Yeah, I'm drunk all the time. What do you like? This one girl actually told me, she's like, yeah, the last guy, like, my my drinking was a problem for him, so it couldn't work out between us. It yeah. was like, ugh, okay. Was this while she was drunk she told yeah, you that? Or? Yeah, while she's drunk. So she goes, I'm drunk. The last guy, I was too drunk for him. But that's his problem. I want to get drunk. <laughs> yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That girl was drunk. I remember picking up a girl in my cop car, and she got in, the, and she was really nervous, and she smelled like booze. <laughs> that I don't blame her, because you've got an old cop car showing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, drunk, show up to this girl's house, uh, just hanging out. She puts on the Nicki Minaj, you know? Like, what can we... So, she starts singing to it. She knows all the words of all seven Nicki Minaj songs while she's drunk. 
Right. White girl, too. Yeah. And going along with all the N-words, all of them. Oh, she's hitting those N-bombs? Hits every N-word. <laughs> oh, and not only just, like, singing them. Like, we're on but the- she's hitting them. We're on the couch like yeah. this, and she's on her knees beside me with her face here, and she is shouting seven <laughs> Nicki Minaj songs into the side of my face. This is so bizarre. Yeah. Okay. And at this point, I um, I choose to just kind of like sabotage the date. I'm like, well, I'm not into this person. No. Really hot, yeah. though. Really good looking girl. And she wore this blouse, too, that was unbuttoned to blouse. like pretty much the belly button. Like it really left things hanging sure. open. Right? Okay. So at this point, I go, because um, there is, had been a question I had been thinking of throughout the day. And the question was. Uh, if you were walking home late at night and a dog were to attack you in the streets, do you think you have what it takes to kill the dog if you had to? Okay. You asked her this. Yeah. Just as, you know. <laughs> you know, a good question on a date. Sure. Right? Hey, yes. could you kill, It comes up. Could you kill a puppy? Yeah, if you had to. But, you know, I was thinking, you know, a dog, Doberman, come in the middle of the night and, like, jumping up on a roof of a car is not enough. You know, you got to... Yeah. You, you, you know, you got to put some hand. You got to choke this dog out. Can can you kick? Can you do it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? Sure. This is this is something I find interesting to talk about. I know yeah. no woman would, but it is why I'm saying it because I I want this girl to not be interested in me. And that's oh, a, you're trying to sabotage it. And that is another tactic that I find I go to a lot of times is when I am no longer interested in right. someone. <clears throat> to spare their feelings so that I don't have to be the one to be like, goodbye. You make them reject you. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I, I like do, it. I do a bit of acting out so that you can tell your <laughs> girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you okay. can tell your girlfriends like, yeah, he's an asshole. I dumped him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you get the dump story. Have it. Sure, it, I like it. It is worth nothing to me. There is no currency to a dumping story for me, but I know there is to you. Have it. Yeah, okay. I get it. Make it their decision. I get it. Okay. So I say, could you kill a dog if you had to? And she goes, yep. And just her react, like, just how quick she answered. I was like, huh? I'm like, kinda, it kind of sounds like you're, like, 30% hoping for a dog to attack you. Yeah. And she goes, I wish a man would attack me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Huh? Okay. Then she gets up. She walks to her bedroom. And she goes, come in here and have a look at what I found at the pawn shop. Come in here and look at what I found at the pawn shop. Yep. I'm thinking that's a a drill, a hammer, a knife, a gun. What Any is Any weapon. Yeah, a this machete. is a murder. Again, this is a murder. Right? Yeah. Because it's going from, like, could you defend yourself? Like, yeah, and have a look at what I found. Yeah. To do such a thing. Yeah. So I remember sitting at her coffee table with my hand underneath her coffee table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, uh, just come out here and show me. Come out here and show me. <laughs> This is the standoff. Yeah, because you're going to flip that table at her. Yeah. Okay. Come in, yeah, come in here. I'm ready to use it as a shield and yeah. throw it into her fucking face. If she comes around with a chainsaw, I'm throwing a wooden table. Yes. She comes out of the door with a candle this big, a huge candle, like eight pounds. Sure. And how do I know it's eight pounds? Because she tells me, hey, put this in your hands. Feel the weight of it. Right. I go, okay. As I'm feeling the weight of it, she goes, that could crack a man's skull, no problem. Nice. I have to put it down and be like, okay, listen, uh, I don't think that's how you, <laughs> you know, house. I don't think this is how. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, there's a lot of, you know. And uh, I guess that's about the height of the story. I mean, I still slept with her, but. Uh, like a gentleman. Yeah, but it was kind of like an apprehensive one. It was like, okay, watch out. Like no closing the eyes. You know what I mean? No, yeah, you're you're watching yeah. your peripheral vision the whole time. No is, getting, there a, yeah. is there a booby trap in here? No getting lost in the moment. Um, okay. Eyes open. I thought of another one where I knew uh, the date was over at a certain at a certain moment. Yeah. Um, again, this was a tender. This was before the Russian yelling chick from the stairs. Yeah. And this was the very first date I ever went on from Tinder, way back in the day, and uh, picked this girl up. We go to Chinook Center, which is just a mall, and yeah. we go have coffee at Phil and Sebastian downstairs. Okay. And it's actually going well. I was getting more friend vibes from her. She was kind of a cool chick, but not really. And uh, things are going okay, asking questions. And all of a sudden, the coffee, much like today, hit me. And I had to go I had to go pee so bad. And I was like, hey, I'm just going to run to the bathroom really quick. And she's like, yeah, no problem. 
and I start walking. I realize Phil and Sebastian doesn't have a bathroom. So I got to start trolling through the mall to find a bathroom. So I completely, it's not like I just hopped over here and went to the bathroom and I come back to the table. I'm now, she's at a table. We're still on a date. And I'm walking through the mall. Yeah. Looking for a bathroom. Yeah. And by the time I finally found the bathroom, it took me about five minutes since, and I re- I was like, this is done. And that's fine. This on is the done. Way back now, too. 10 minute bathroom trip. It's done. Yeah. Because it's just like, he left. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Is he dropping one? Is he doing drugs? Yeah. It's just right away, I was like, on the way walking back from the bathroom, I'm like, this is over. This is done. Let's wrap it up. It was it was it's over the long. moment you took her to Phil and Sebastian's yeah. at the mall. Probably. You're right. What a strange pick. But you can't, I think, especially if it, on a date, you get one minute to go to the bathroom. You're already forming a first impression with someone. If they disappear for more than two minutes, <laughs> you start getting, you're like, what the fuck are you? I think you're thinking into it too much, man. Yeah, I like to overthink it. Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> Where are you going? I don't think she's worried. I think she's just texting her friends the whole time while you're gone. You know, probably saying nice things about you. Maybe. But you're losing it. It's over now. It's over. Never went on a second one. It's over. Never did. Yeah. Moments that it's over. Yeah, I can't think of any that come to mind. I'm just going to look at my show notes here. Is there anything else we have to cover here? Roast Battles. Sam Walker's been traded to Edmonton. That's right. And that's coming up. uh, January 12th. January 12th, Edmonton Roast Battles. January 12th. Uh, the guy died on the plane. Yeah, we got it. We we went over it. I'm down twenty to twenty eight hundred. Yeah. You know what's gonna be so annoying if someone actually dies on an airplane is it is it's super sad, and you never want to see that happen. But everyone else on the plane really had a place they needed to go, and unless he dies a little bit before the destination, you're stopping somewhere else, and it's kind of fucking up your whole trip yeah <laughs> right like yeah. you hear about these ones where it's like someone had a medical emergency and they had to land the plane it was headed to mexico and they had to land in denver and just hang over you know that everyone on that plane after they get off they're like i feel bad for that guy but kind of fucked up missed our whole my connection week, yeah. you know missed, missed my connection, connection. kind of fucked up our whole week right now i've been uh looking into plane crash stories uh all week i've been watching you should uh, watch them on the plane yeah yeah <laughs> That would be great. And be like that woman <coughs> whose headphones weren't plugged into her phone, and she thought and she was just listening to music full blast. Dude, that would be so funny. Just boom, yeah. top, go YouTube, top 10 plane crashes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, there are some uh, horrific, I don't even know where to start. There are some crazy stories of, uh, okay, so how about this one? So, 747, full commercial uh, jet, but uh, not full of passengers, full of uh, electronics uh, to be distributed. Uh, There's two pilots, and then this third guy. The third guy, uh, who loaded the plane, weaseled his way onto it. He works for the airline. He wants to uh, commit suicide, okay? Okay. He wants to take the plane down into the ground. And he's doing it so that his family gets $2.5 million in insurance. Kickback. His, in- his insurance works where if he dies in an airplane crash. As an accident two- through his work, okay? Oh, uh, so family, it kind of does work like that. Okay, his family sure. gets a $2.5 million kickback. Sure. Now, okay. At the time, he is about to go to court for a hearing for falsifying flight records for that same company. So he is about to be phased out. He's about to be fired. So he knows he has to act now while he's still an employee. Yeah. Plummet this plane into the ground along with the two other pilots. Okay. And then at least, you know, his life's terrible, but at least his family's going to get this kickback. Oh, my God. Okay? okay, yeah. So the plan is, is he sneaks on um, a harpoon gun and a hammer. <laughs> I don't know why. Best the... two weapons, dude. I Best two weapons. I don't know why he went harpoon gun, but hammer. To kill them with blunt force. Sure. So yeah. that when looking at the wreckage, there's no way you could tell that the pilots died before yeah, the crash or whatever. Yeah. Right? So he fucking walks into the cockpit and bang, bang, hits both these guys in the head with a hammer. Now, the pilot, bone fragments go into his brain, okay? Into the right side, into the left side of his brain. Sure. Left side of his brain. The right side of his body then becomes paralyzed. Oh, fuck. Co-pilot starts fighting off the guy. They're in the hull of the ship, the ship, the plane. Yeah. Pilot regains consciousness. 
then start swerving the plane up and down, left and right, so that the fight happening in the hull of the plane yeah. is like Inception, the hallway scene. Where yeah, they're, they're yeah. up on the roof. They're bouncing they're, around. Right? Yeah. So that's, and both of them are, everyone's losing blood at a crazy rate, way up in the air. And this guy has to figure out a way to land this plane. Well, the co-pilot gets weaker and weaker, and the, the killer starts making his way to the cockpit again. There's another fight. And uh, eventually this guy uh, lands the plane, and all three people are just clinging to life. Whoa, barely alive. yeah. And because that they are, then they understand the whole insurance scam and what was behind it. And the killer gets two life sentences uh, in prison. And the both the pilots, sadly, uh, make a recovery walking and talking-wise, but they're not allowed to fly anymore because they don't meet the medical... Yeah, they got brain damage. Yeah. So, oh, so their careers are over because yeah. of this asshole who tried to down the plane. Huh. And there have been many successful stories of people dropping planes like that. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's it's eye opening to see like the things that can actually go wrong up there. And wow. This I mean, really gets me excited to play on Monday. Thanks, hey. man. Thanks for dropping that on. And me. it's another reason I won't uh do flare air anymore. Dude, I honestly, yeah, sometimes I get, I'm like, okay, I'm paying $80 for this ticket, yeah. but then you look at this plane and you're like, this yeah. is from, like, Slovakia, yeah, and the seatbelt sign is in a different language, and I don't know the <laughs> last time anyone's ever checked anything on right. here. Hey, my seatbelt is a different color than this person besides me's seatbelt. I think this might have been put on today. Yeah. So, yeah, you're kind of like... Is this going to get there? There's, uh, yeah, I want the company with more planes and more parts. Flare Air has, w- it seems like they have one airplane that starts the day in Vancouver, makes they its do. way to Toronto, exactly and then it comes is. on the way back. Yeah. Right? So, this one fucking Airbus, there's a lot of kilometers on this one it's plane. It's worked. Yeah. You ever see someone who's uh, afraid to fly? I've never understood that. Although, when I think about it, that's actually the rational. Yeah thing yeah. you should be afraid to fly yeah. sometimes i think how weird it is that you look out the window and you're like i'm thirty thousand feet yeah. above that ground yeah and i feel nothing about it that's that's bizarre <laughs> the person who's afraid is actually right yeah but we all treat them like come on dude chill chill you know take an ambient or something i don't know uh part of my uh flight uh youtube footage that i was looking into led me to 9-11 of course i've heard of it and I got to see some footage of the ground of just just New York City on the ground as it's happening. Yeah. And just watching people's reaction and everyone sitting around watching these fires, these towers on fire and dropping. And what was actually funny to watch was how New York City, not for a fucking second, believed in any of it. They meet everyone on the street as this camera's going around. I'll show you the video, man. Sure. For an hour. Pockets of people. Everyone has their own theories. Everyone. Right, okay. The guy goes and buys film from the corner store. Even the cashier is like, hmm, pretty powerful plane, huh? Didn't think he could take down the whole building. That's interesting. Oh, at the time, no one thought it was coming down. At the time, it's coming down. People are like, nope, I don't believe that building would have fell that easily. Oh, interesting. There's this black guy at the corner of the towers are over here burning, and he's facing the opposite direction, and he's just staring up into the sky. And he goes, that's an F-16. That shouldn't even be here. Whoa. What the hell is that F-16 even doing in this area? While 9-11's happening. Yeah. There are people going, that shouldn't even be here. America called bullshit the, right away. S- the second it fucking happened. And everyone had theories. There was guys in vans driving up and going, you got to get out of here. It was a 737 taken from Boston. It's a terrorist attack. There's another one that landed. Everyone had the intel immediately. Yeah. And, uh... It was just good to actually see the city like really kind of come together in their own way. Well, New York is a no-bullshit place, No right? bullshit. So, I mean, the weird part, I always remember the weird part, and I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I remember watching one of those um, conspiracy documentaries, Yeah. and there is some weird shit where you're like, yeah, that doesn't make sense, and I remember one of them is like, oh, yeah, they went through the rubble, and the investigators found the passports of all the terrorists. I'm like, <laughs> what? Dude, that's so blatantly... Like even if that yeah. even if the the yeah. uh, the official story is true, let's yeah. say that's true and it was terrorist. Don't how dumb you think people are where they're yeah. like, oh, we lifted up this pizza box that came down from one of the floors and look at all yeah. three passports are here in right perfect here. condition. Couldn't find they the black box. The fireball. Yeah. You know when you crash a plane and your passport flies out of your pocket, down perfectly. Yeah. 
into a pond. Like, come on. Yeah. That part was stupid. Yeah. I, I think the fascinating part, too, when you watch the video from that is when the, the, the first plane, after the first plane is hit, there's so much confusion. And even the broadcasters on the news are like, this looks like this must have been an accident. Someone made a wrong turn, something like that. There's a little bit of hope or at least naivety as to what caused this. Yeah. The second, yeah. The second plane hits, the you see them. That's when people start losing their shit because right. all of a sudden the light bulb goes off. Yeah. And everyone realizes this is deliberate. That I, one second it goes from like maybe it's an accident to, oh, we're under attack right now. I'm telling you that that uh, naivety. As you said, beautiful yeah. word, okay, only existed on the news and at that level for the rest of the world. On ground Everyone level, New York, bullshit. the minute the first plane hit, yeah, it was all they needed to see. They didn't need to see the second or any or the Pentagon or Tower 7. They didn't need to, none of that. Right. They knew immediately. But, you know, you're right. There was, like, on a global scale after the first tower, what's going on? And then confirmed with the second. Right. New York was confirmed on the first. Yeah. That's a strange yeah. one. That is a strange. Yeah, they must be like this is this is horse shit out here. Yeah, it the cloud, the smoke, seeing it on street level, just just how much ash, like thick. When on you the see street. that, yeah, when you see that yeah. cloud of ash coming towards people, yeah, people are just covered, man. Brutal. When you think about the weird part too is when you think about how tall those buildings really were. Like you know, the bow tower here is fifty five stories or something. Okay. It's the tallest building in Calgary. And you look at it, you're like, that's tall as fuck. Those things were two and a half times as tall. Two and a half the bow. the bow? So picture two and a half bows. Whoa. Each of those were two and a half times that. Whoa. So yeah. And then you think people at the top. Wow. Brutal. Speaking of uh what an uplifting note. Things wow. falling, I was just reminded of uh something I uh woke up to this morning. Oh yeah. I looked out my balcony window. And those that have been following along with mm -hmm. Leaf Watch on my Instagram. Did it happen today? Yeah, it happened. It's gone. You okay? I just, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, you knew it was going to happen though, I just, eventually. I, I, I thought. You know, I tried to remain optimistic, and I guess... You thought he'd make it through the winter? That's just the that's just how life is, you know? So... So it's gone. The leaf's gone. Did you see it happen? Or I don't want... I don't want... Okay. We don't have to talk about <laughs> For anyone who's just tuning in... Uh, leaf's gone. You got to go back and watch Brett's Instagram. There's been... There's been a leaf that's been an important part of your life. A lot of people's lives. A lot of people... Sorry. It, a lot of people's it. lives. I will do shows here. And at the end, people in the I'm not even making my way You're to the back. You're getting emotional. I'm right going now. to yeah. the green room, and people in the crowd leaving are like, "Hey, is that leaf still up?" People are asking about the leaf. Yeah. People on the street, Fourth Street, go to the bank for free yeah. coffee. How's the leaf doing? And I start, I think in my head, like, guys, I put hours into putting captions on my videos and <laughs> editing and dancing in my they living room in my underwear. But you care about the leaf, yeah. And yeah, people did. Today's the day, and it's mark it down. January, dude, it lasted far longer. January fourth, than it was ever expected to. It yeah, really I mean, hung on. That might be. I mean, I don't know how we look up the world record. Ellie sleeping, but um, I, that might be the longest holding on leaf of all time. I did sense when I came in today, just the community in general, because this is very close to where you live. I did sense it was a little bit more solemn. People were a little yeah. bit more. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. But now I know what it is, and mm. I mean, sorry to not just the local community of Calgary, but you know, anyone who's been watching the videos, but a lot of people have been, that's what took them through into this year. Yeah. And it's, it is sad that now we're in 2020 and as soon as, you know, we haven't even made it a week through and it's, I don't know. <clears throat> it stood for a lot. It stood for, first of all, climate change. What climate change? That leaf would not fall. There's no, there's no seasons changing. No, didn't care. Not for that leaf. Didn't care. That leaf saw the other leaves falling to the ground. And yeah. It said, not me. Not me. Not me. I'm a winter leaf. Like uh, dodgeball when it's every man for himself. Yeah. You got to be the last standing in the gym. Yeah. That leaf was. That leaf said, if all my leaf friends jumped off a branch, <laughs> would I do that? <laughs> no, no. wouldn't. I'm no. A strong leaf. It had a backbone. But. And now it's gone. It's dead. It's dead. And on that bombshell, it is time to end. What a downer of a note, man. But I hope everyone has an amazing year. I'm that's, sorry about the leaf. That's on that bombshell. 
we must end. That is how <laughs> Top Gear had ended every one of their episodes. You ever watch Top Gear? Uh, no, it's the car show, right? Yeah, yeah. That w- that's by the way the number one show in the world. Really? Worldwide? Damn. If you because ha- Germany exists too. Yeah. Right. Europe, Asia, they all watch it. I don't know if you know anything about Europe and Asia, but they have more people than us. A lot more people. What? Since when? Did you know in then Canada? You know just we have tons of people. Did you know in just the United States of America there are 33 million people with diabetes? Canada has 37 million people total. But most of us have diabetes. <laughs> right, but the you yeah, the US, We have the same number of diabetic people. And yeah, so we have nothing. We have zero. Yeah, so we got no one out here, hey? Fuck. But Top Gear is the number one rated show. Then Jeremy Clarkson uh, mumbled the N word in an off record thing. Yes. He went eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch him mm-hmm, by its toe. Yeah. If he hollers, let him go. And he mumbled over the word. word. And because of that, he was fired by the BBC. Amazon picks up the series. It's called The Grand Tour. Okay. It goes three, four seasons. Still the number one show in the world. Yeah. And they just ended uh, the other week, actually. So they're Why? now. Why? Because of the leaf? Because of the leaf. Probably. <laughs> it's over. It's over, guys. All right. Keep your leaf strong. And on that Sorry. Bombshell, it's time to end. Bye. I uh, will see you next week. I'll have a fill in. Uh, not sure who yet. Mystery guest. Put your recommendations. We might listen. Okay. Yeah. Get out of here. All right. Two mirrors out.